0: Jesus
1: Christ man, there's just some things you don't talk about in public.
0: Welcome to Fireside.
2: Welcome to Fireside.
3: Fire Welcome to Fireside, where we talking comic books the entire time Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, he has got the grooviest news From books to TV, the movie reviews Plus the next toy, baby, here with you choose Even the superhero
2: fight club will be usually lose So popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers Feel Mow's power, Earth 2 with features And either listen by weekly or you can binge us We got it all, baby Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats Comment Facts and wise crash. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Beep you. Beep. Hello, hello, hello. Beep Welcome you. to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Betty. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks Fires features.
3: Hello, internets.
2: And there's a pause. And then there's baby Huey. What's going, going going on? On. What's, What's going going on? What's going on? No, no, you can't no? talk yet. I didn't introduce you. And then there's Maurer. Beep you! Yeah, you be chained. Beep now Huey! You can see. Now you can sing to him. What's going
1: on? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? I said, what's going on, baby? Don't, don't look at me like that.
2: I really do think that quarantine is getting to all of us. Um, oh. I think I the think show is going to uh, definitely take a turn Well, at some point if it hasn't already. That's why I decided that
1: I think we're going to have an easy topic show. Um, what people might not know is before we record a lot of times when we could be in each other's presence, there would be these lively debates of what news would actually go into the news around my kitchen table that probably should have been recorded. Cause some of those conversations were way better than the ones we had <laughs> up in the, <laughs> in the actual <laughs> office. That's fair. So I thought, why not just free flow, just kind of have a talk like we nerds do about some of the rumors and some of the stuff we want to see. Uh, so this topic is more of along the lines of, Let's talk rumors and just stuff we've heard and things that we might want to see related to uh, upcoming movies, MCU, DC, Extended, Universal, whatever they're calling it now, um, and go from there. I wanted to start off with a topic that Huey and I actually talked about the other day is this is the last season for a show you might not know is still on the air called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I know it's still in the air. <laughs> but I don't think it's the actual last season of the show. I just think it's going to be the last season of the show with that name. And there's lots of rumors to kind of back that up, saying that it's going to be rebranded as Secret Warriors
0: with Daisy being the leader of it. Hmm. So have you heard anything them. about that, Huey? I mean, there was always a rumor about that when they introduced the Secret Warriors in season two. So I've always been hoping they were going to do that. Um, secret Warriors was one of my favorite comics. It
1: was the D team and like kids of uh, superheroes that got put together on a secret team for uh, Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was the first fat superhero that I saw. I forget what the guy's name was in the hoodie that did magic. Um, we'll have to look his <laughs> name up. He was like a warlock or you, you something. You were in the comic? I was in the comic.
2: Did you do magic when you were younger, Bauer?
1: I do magic now still. I'm proud no. to admit that. Do you really? He does. Yeah. You should see him do it. I'm pretty damn never good.
2: S- how have I... How? Wait, hold on. How have we done this show for this long? This is me, my first time knowing that you do magic.
0: Huey will vouch yeah, for it. I'm he, pretty good, too. When we used to work at uh, another store together, I mean, he used to uh, do magic to entertain guests and stuff.
3: Do you not so remember we had a whole conversation about why you can't perform certain magic tricks and, uh, unless you had done it like a hundred times or something before? Yeah,
1: you got to do like a thousand hours before you should perform it in front of people. But I used to pull cards through the glass window in the storefront yes that was my favorite one so i'd have them pick a card they'd hold the deck of cards up against the glass i'd go on the other side and pull their card through
2: it look at minty's face i'm just so i'm flabbergasted like you've they, never pulled a card
3: through the cards in a window for minty and he needs to see that
2: um, i do I, I need to see all of
0: these so it started i really, I
2: really think you need to have like a, your own youtube show on our channel now of Mauer's magic And I feel like there's so much that we can do with this. (laughs) It started off
1: on my bachelor party. We were in Vegas for half of it. And if you've ever been to Vegas, there's no concept of time and you feel guilty going to bed early. So it'd be like four in the morning. I'm like, I can't go to bed. Other people are doing things. And there was a magic shop in the hotel we were staying in. So I bought a couple magic tricks. I've always loved magic and then started doing more and more. I actually just ordered a couple decks of cards last week so I could start practicing. It's good uh, for my hand i've got nerve damage in my hand but we're way off topic now which is no, how it normally not. goes this is, <laughs>
2: this is usually what we do around the uh, table because you, you we found it turns out you were in secret warriors <laughs> What your, was my name in Maher secret Maher War Strange,
3: warriors the asshole supreme
2: <laughs> wow um, but would you guys
1: like seeing a show with daisy as the leader would you yep. actually watch agents no. of shield
2: what i love like i like what's her name sky what's her name sky yeah
0: daisy no um, it's,
2: it's chloe bennett you oh, her, her real name yeah the actress yes yeah. yeah, chloe, chloe bennett yeah i like her a lot so i would watch that i mean and you didn't they put her in the
0: the rising show the cartoon yes she is in the uh marvel rising which you can watch on the disney app
1: and it was marvel rising secret warriors they did
0: yeah they did the shows called Mo- uh, Marvel Rising, and then each year they rebrand as a subtitle. There was, a, there was one with the Secret Warriors.
2: Well, like we talked about on last show with my thoughts on Star Wars, it would make sense <laughs> if, that was, if this was true. They have an animated version of the Secret Warriors, and then they make a live-action version of it for Disney+, Plus, probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's a win. But I think Marvel still needs to have that TV show that would be an ad for the movies. And with them doing the Secret Warriors and focusing on that, none of that was in the public eye. It was all like behind-the-scenes Black Ops-type stuff. So it would then get them out of the problem that they ran into with having to tie things in. They could do their own shit and just have cameos whenever they wanted, but they didn't have to tie into the storyline or really reflect it, because most of the stuff is behind-the-scenes anyway. Um, so it was what <laughs> Agents Shield was supposed to be until that big falling-out happened. And now that Fahey is running everything, we might actually get it.
2: And I, I mean, look, I don't. I think, I think the 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 Fahey influence on Disney is a, is a positive. I mean, I do. He is. He can get formulaic, but that formula has been working for a long time. And if we get other, you get new talent, new blood in there to work on the actual projects themselves, and just let him oversee a connected universe. I don't see a negative there. And
0: anything's better than uh, Perlmutter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, the character's name
1: was the Druid. He's Sebastian Druid. He's the son of Dr. Druid.
2: So it's Steven <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um Sticking with uh, Marvel TV shows, did you guys see the plot of WandaVision might have been leaked online?
2: Ooh, No. What? what you fill me in.
1: So turns out, supposedly, um, they have, who's the physicist? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson yes. he has a cameo in it um, and him along with Hank Pym or yeah, I think it's Hank Pym start telling people like hey they did go back in time it can't be done anymore um, and everybody destroyed everything so Hulk destroyed the machine and uh, Hank Pym said he destroyed all the Pym particles so back in time time travel can't happen and there's a character whose family we've talked about in the show what would happen his family died because he got snapped away while driving But the car crashed and they died. So when the, what is it? The snap and then the blip. blip. Yeah. When the blip happened, he came back. And his family's dead. But his family's been dead for five years. Oh. So he's now trying to figure out how to go back in time and save them. And supposedly that's going to be one of the overarching stories of WandaVision. At the same time, there's a chance that we get sword.
2: Well, a sword has to be coming the The space shield space <laughs> yeah. space shield uh, the strategic worldly making this up as I go along <laughs> but I mean
1: that then adds some weight to the the blip that we haven't seen we hoped we would seen. We saw that funny scene in uh far from home, but that's really the biggest thing we saw with what happened, but we always said like what would happen if this? Well, if that pilot was the one. <laughs> that blip uh snapped away and that whole plane crashed they didn't they only changed the people who were snapped away nothing else
2: that's there's a there's another youtube video if i could find it i'll, I'll make sure i put it in the show post where they're just like there's like uh, an airfield is talking about like, hey, I just saw something pop up on the radar here. That's unexpl- there's a lot of things popping up on the radar. What is happening? And then all of a they go, can we get a helicopter a flyby? And then you get they open up the microphones and it's just people screaming, going, why are we in the air? <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> all these people in planes. Um, and then for Wanda, she hasn't.
1: It, it's a year later after everything. She's been living in France and hasn't used her powers in that entire year. Um, and she decides to do so one night to create an image of vision next to her. Although it's imaginary vision, you know, he tells her to find him. So I think that's how she starts falling down into her craziness.
0: craziness. Uh, Menti, uh, SWORD stands for, uh, Sentient World Observation and Response Department.
1: And how do you say that? that?
0: How do you say that?
3: Features, can you say what that acronym is? SWORD. (laughs) Sound exactly what Baby Hugh just said.
2: No, it didn't.
0: (laughs) No. It it did not. (laughs) I didn't say sword or however however you say it. Um
1: Wanda is turning out to be more and more popular, and there's a meme going around right now, which we talked about. I don't meme well. But at one point (laughs) and I totally look past this, and I had mentioned before I wish she had a more badass moment. She had probably the most badass moment in all of the MCU in Infinity War. She yeah, was holding she back did. an almost completely powered Thanos with one hand while having a mental breakdown while destroying an infinity stone at the same time.
2: That is true. Well, remember that, that's, that was the moment that Kevin Feige changed his mind. But how long had he, was he saying, well, Captain Marvel is the most powerful of the MCU. She's definitely, she's going to be the most powerful there is. And then all of a sudden end game comes out. He's like, well,
1: you know, Scarlet Witch though. <laughs> Well, let's talk about that. Like, do you think Captain Marvel is going to be the leader of the Avengers going forward? With Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. do you think so? It's, it's kind of
3: already there because she would be the next to follow in command. She's already got the Nick Fury cosign. Do mean, you
1: think she's she won need. over?
2: Well, it's also in her contract. I mean, (laughs) do you think it's in her contract that she'll be leading the movie? I I promise you, the reason that they had her, the reason that the Avengers are named the Avengers is because of her tag name. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then on top of it, they also made her the second movie. Like, if you watch the movie chronologically, she's the second movie. So, that means Captain America, the first leader of the Avengers, is followed by Captain Marvel, the second leader of the Avengers, before we ever get to Iron Man.
1: I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's a shame. Her character's just not that interesting.
2: Maybe she can make her cool. I mean, let's be fair. Captain Marvel's character was not interesting in the comics, but Carol Danvers' version in the movie is the most interesting version we've seen. I'm not saying that's saying much. That stick in the
1: mud looks a lot better. On screen, that it does in comics.
3: Yes. That's also true, but I also want to say that how interesting was Carol Danvers outside of the action scenes? Like, can we get past the first movie and she's still interesting? I don't here's don't know. here's I what I'm so. hoping happens. I don't know if you guys remember this. The
1: first Avenger movie, when we all first watched, I don't know if it was him for you, wasn't that
3: good when you first watched it. What? Mm. The first Cap movie? Yeah, the first Cap movie. I'll agree with that. The first one I watched it, i, I it was cool, but it wasn't what I wanted, I think. But,
1: but then, but after this, you watched Cap and you saw the Avengers, then you went back and watched it.
3: It was phenomenal.
1: You were like, this movie is freaking great. Yeah, I am it's, hoping.
3: It's better the second time around.
1: I'm hoping that Captain Marvel, after we see her actually have a personality develop, maybe a scroll happen. I don't know. She gets a personality. Maybe that movie's better.
2: Or. Well, Cap- Civil, it, War, or it's not Civil War, or except Civil War, Winter Soldier. The best of the Captain America movies.
1: It's the best, Banks. second best MCU movie. Uh,
2: well, Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1. Best Iron Man movie.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Thor 3. Ragnarok. You won't agree with me, Maurer, but no. that's the best of those. <laughs> yes. Nope. Nah. Um, so, but my point is, is that there is an example for every, every step of the way. There's an example. So she's going to have movies coming out for a while, even if the second one flops. There's no. There's going to be a third. There's going to be a trilogy.
1: Now, there's rumors going on around now her villain being Rogue in her next movie.
2: That's a huge one. I now, don't know. That's, mean, maybe that's maybe a five-minute no, like fight.
3: A... What was that, feature? I said that's a five-minute fight. I don't want Rogue to be her villain. Well, you have not to
1: remember, any... Rogue, before they fought, her only power was absorbing the life force right. and energy.
3: Yeah. But, again, if if we got Captain Marvel scheduled for, what, Maybe five? Five movies, maybe? not. No, she's got
2: like, you're talking about five individual movies or are you talking about individual. Avengers movies as well? All right. Individual. That's, that's probably fair. Five is probably fair.
3: Yeah. I would, three to five, right? Um, but if she's, if
1: her movie's the way we get a glimpse into the X-Men...
2: Well, and no, even have, that, look, I love the idea, because if you have Rogue being the villain, right in the beginning grabs her, and su- sucks up so much of her power that she gains flight and vulnerability, the the, the normal Rogue powers, now she's going up against a uh, a power vampire that is also as equally strong as she is, that can fly. And okay, she'll be weakened,
3: cool. but you also well, gotta have up, there. Hold
2: up, hold up, hold up, sure, yeah. have Mystique, I don't care, hold up. Um, then the third, b- that movie ends with her not letting go and absorbing her mentality. And you don't have a Captain Marvel a la Affinity War with everyone being dead for a bit, where Captain Marvel is brain dead and stuck inside the mind of Rogue. And it's not until an Avengers movie or, or Captain Marvel 3 where we get a Captain Marvel back. And now Rogue is an integral part of the MCU, not X Men movies, the MCU as a whole. And we get the traditional origin.
1: I think that's the best way they can pull it off, and it makes Captain Marvel entertaining for the people that aren't a fan, because people are going to go into it going, "Yo, this is how we get Rogue. This isn't a Captain Marvel movie. This is a Rogue origin movie," and those fans will be happy, and then the Captain Marvel fans will be rooting the whole time. Yeah, but she's going to win. She's going. They can't. They can't do that in her own movie, because remember, most of the Captain Marvel fans right now are not Captain Marvel fans of the comic; they're Captain Marvel fans of this movie, so they don't know. She gets her ass beat in it. So but then that, you can
2: even have like the cool moment where, where Rogue gets beaten down uh, by whatever in, in an X Men movie, and then Captain Marvel takes over for a little bit, and it's the reason that Rogue survives. I mean, the, and then you can have those two characters just be bonded from that moment on. I mean, there's a lot of fun you can have cause, with a new universe and keeping the origin traditional. And these two to this day
3: don't like each other. Like Rogue and Captain Marvel, still to this day, there's beef. It's understandable. So I feel some type of way, that somebody knocked me out for like like over a <laughs> decade. Well, let's I, would, I let's I wouldn't let that slide.
2: Let's be fair. We've said this a million times. What's the most interesting thing about Captain Marvel? That Rogue. she got
3: knocked out for over a decade.
2: Nope. Rogue. Yeah, Rogue is Rogue yeah. is the most interesting part about Captain Marvel. Well, yes. And she got knocked out for over a decade. Right, but you, what you said is not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's like, there, not fun. There was, a, there was a cinematic way to say that. <laughs> you go, yeah, bitch got knocked out. And I just also <laughs> thought that.
1: Think about it this way, too. What I, was if, saying,
2: I was trying to add a little bit of poetry to it, features.
3: <laughs> oh, this so, poetry and knockouts. Have you seen Mike Tyson fights? Look at it this way our
1: X Men hero will be introduced as a villain. They could introduce Doctor Doom as the hero, and have him showing his good face, saving Latvia. And you know, we've talked about the Mauer theory of him actually making uh, Sarkovia. I'm dropping this mic again. I
2: just like that you that you've coined a term, the Mauer theory. (laughs)
3: Listen, Mike Drop Mauer just drops knowledge all the time.
2: You we had got, the chaos theory, and now there's the Mauer theory.
3: You got to get a good three to five minute segment to drop all your Mauer theories. You got to be like, cut in. Boom,
2: <laughs> Mauer theory.
3: But I, I think
1: that'd be a cool dichotomy, too, if our hero was introduced as a villain, and the villain was introduced as a hero, just to bring the X-Men and the other Marvel uh, heroes and villains back into the fold.
2: I um, think that's an interesting way to bring in Doctor Doom, though. I think Doctor Doom being presented as a hero is a, is a smart idea.
3: I think I think what you're saying about uh, introducing the X-Men, well, introducing mutants through Rogue in that manner is it's actually a plus because then you can automatically jump into why people automatically just dislike mutants. What, would what it, Just assume that they're just
0: wrong. What like about bringing Dr., uh, Dr. Doom in as like uh, the infamous Iron Man? Um, Starting out with him like mo- like taking uh, Tony's armor, I wouldn't want to get to that part it's so fast because
2: it's not Doctor Doom. I, I no, want it's not, but Doom he could first.
0: start off being the hero, you know, trying I to be the, trying saying. to be the new Iron Man, and then you know,
2: uh, he's so, corrupted. Oh, I get you. So you're not talking about actually putting him in an Iron Man suit. Mm-mm. He could, he could model it
0: after it a little. A, mm. little maybe a slight give, me, homage give me straight to Doom. It.
2: Because that's the, the thing that's so brilliant about Doom is the fact that he thinks he's a good guy. Yeah. So I would love a Doom story in, from his perspective where the war like, so you, like, almost you, you could make a Joker-esque movie out of Dr. Doom. You We've could. said that before. And if you just treat it where, like, the whole time you th- see he's a hero and then by the end you're actually seeing what he's doing. And then maybe even throw in the hole. He lost his mother to Mephisto and he's trying to bring her soul back. I mean, you could, there's so much you could do with that.
0: I mean, Tony always calls me. He's a, he's a knockoff Iron Man with his armor. It's not as, as good as his. Yeah.
1: Well, and what I was saying, if he's using all of the Ultron bots and maybe the fallen Iron Man armors as the basis for the technology he's making his suit at that ties him into that Iron Man type world where he can present himself as a hero. And
0: you know, he throws to, uh, Doom himself usually has the, those time portals. I could tie that into the Division, where you were just talking about what the dude was trying to get back in time. Hmm. Oh, snap.
2: Although I'm guessing <laughs> we're not we're not seeing Doom for a while.
0: No, but he could be in the shadows.
1: he could be in the shadows. They can tie everything back to him. They don't have to show him. Just at the end, he was the one pulling all the strings.
2: How, how many plot threads do you think they're going to introduce in Phase 4 for Phase 5? A, do- a ton. I think
1: it's going to be more than you can even imagine because I think Phase 5 is going to be when we really get the movies are kind of standalone and just tied together with threads. So they're going to have lots of little things that don't really impact, but you can go, oh, there's a real Easter egg. It's not in your phase. Like, that little thing in the background is an actual Easter egg.
2: You think? Because, I mean, there's also the rumor of, of um, Secret Wars being the end result of Phase 5, and that would need a lot of lead-up.
1: We'll see. I, I have a well, feeling they we- might do more for those lead-ups. In a two-part movie, do like an Infinity War endgame, the Infinity War part of it is your lead-up to it,
2: and then do your big movie. Well, that's good. I kind of figure, like, to me, if, if the rumor was, because, you know, this rumor's been going around since before Infinity War, uh, that, that Secret Wars was something that they were working towards... And for anybody unaware, Secret Wars is a very famous Marvel story, one of the best-selling crossovers that Marvel's ever done, where uh, the Beyonder pulls a bunch of heroes and a bunch of villains and brings them to a place called Battle World, where you find out whether or not, good or evil, which one would truly survive. Uh, And one of the people that he grabs is Galactus, which I'm positive we're going to see in Phase 4. And then you get Doom in Phase 5, who are both pretty important to that story. So it would make sense that it would be all leading towards that. If that's something they, although they also said they didn't want to do any of those kind of gigantic 10 year crossovers anymore.
1: Which is why I think it'll be more, they don't need to put it in your face. They can just write stories that as they are and at the end kind of pull it all together. Like tell a story that pulls everybody into it, which then puts into a big story. I think we're going to see a lot more two part major movies.
0: And you don't need any lead-up for Secret Wars. It's just, hey, we're here one day, and then second day, we're, we're snapped on the battle world.
2: Well, when I say that, I just mean you have a lot of characters to explain. Like, it would be kind of dope to actually get Rhodey in the Iron Man suit, like, have Don Cheadle come back, and then all of a sudden they pull all the heroes in, and Iron Man standing there, and everyone's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that would be cool.
3: I think for the most part right now, for the villains that they would use in a battle world situation for Secret Wars, that would be the most explaining you have to do because there's a lot of villains that haven't been introduced yet. That would be the right. That's what problem. I mean. But well, you already
2: have Ultron. Ultron's already there. Magneto, we know we'll get with whatever the X Men thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, then they didn't they make up two characters for that? It was uh, Titania? Um, uh, who's the other one? Or Torrent? T- oh, what the hell was their names?
3: You talking about Crusher Creel and Titania? No, those were yeah. Thor villains. Those were Thor. They villains. were Thor villains. Yeah.
1: Listen, it's gonna be good. I think we're gonna get dr doom in a good way if they are smart about this and they kind of take their foot off the gas with the the stinger tying everything in and really doing everything the way that they did in the first few phases i think will be good
2: well remember what i said in the last issue that if they were smart they would just let ryan reynolds do what he wants and you can have him look like he's behind the scenes like deadpool secret secret wars you could legitimately do Deadpool Secret Secret Wars. <laughs> you could make a whole other standalone movie next to it called There'd be Secret Wars and then Deadpool Secret Secret Wars. That explains <laughs> that everything. At the same time, and he just never shows up in the movie. <laughs> the first one. That would be amazing.
1: That would be a good way to bring it in.
2: Now all they and that have That would to... explain five years. That would explain five years. That would. I wonder if that's a thing. <laughs> well know what they need to explain?
1: is how they're going to get Keanu Reeves into a Marvel movie. Kevin well, Fahey has said they've talked to him for every movie they've released in the past years, trying to find a role he's willing to take. Now the rumor is he's going to be Ghost Rider. We, anybody else dying to see Keanu Reeves in the MCU?
3: I, I, do, I, think, I want him in there. I don't want him as Ghost Rider, though.
2: I, I, I feel exactly the same way. It's he's a great actor for what he does. He plays Keanu Reeves very well. You know what I mean?
1: But Keanu Reeves is a huge motorcycle fan, not one with many words.
2: I get it. I uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I was I do absolutely want Keanu Reeves in there, but I don't know if Ghost Rider is the right role because I just don't when I look at Keanu Reeves, I don't see Ghost Rider. Do you? I, I see Johnny Blaze Well Do we'll you I, do you actually see it or do you just want to
1: no, see it? No, I do because Johnny Blaze to me is That loner driving through town doesn't talk. There used to be panels where he'd just be sitting there. Fights would be going on behind him. And he'd just be drinking, not saying anything. And then you'd see his hand catch on fire. Like, if they went back to he had no control over the Ghost Rider and it just came out when bad things were happening and he was just driving to get away from bad stuff, going further and further away, Keanu would be perfect for that. There's not many lines you need to give him. And we've seen from John Wick that he can pull off a movie without saying much. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you no, that's down? that's fair. That's fair.
1: I mean, that's the ghostwriter I want to see.
2: I I for some reason always just saw him as Adam Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> Probably what? they came to him as Adam Warlock. He would he would make a great Space Jesus. Uh. He would. He would make a space Christ. Was like, that's up. That's just Keanu Reeves, just kind of floating up. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Oh I
0: was God. born. God!
1: I was in that egg over there, and now I'm here.
3: Wow! Because that's exactly what I pictured in my head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly how it happened. Oh it wouldn't be. God. I know kung fu. It's. I have cosmic <laughs> awareness. <laughs> Cosmic awareness. Yeah. Huh. This is the Soulstone. Wow. <laughs> I know. Oh, Everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but
1: geez. yeah, I mean, Fahey has not been shy saying that they've literally tried to give him a bunch of different roles in a bunch of different movies. Now, with this delay going on with Matrix 4 and John Wick 4, this may hurt our chances of getting Keanu because they're getting pushed back. He's going to be booked up for a while. And the roles that they're leading towards him playing are probably going to appear before he has a time to actually fill them.
3: Man, so John is going to six movies.
0: They should basically go, you know, uh, kind of, what do you want to play? Who do you want to play? And then make it happen. I just want to play somebody that says, well. <laughs> then create Whoa. a character and make it happen. I mean,
2: I, I hate to say this, because, and Mauer, I don't actually know how you would feel about this, but th- when that rumor, it was, a, it was a while back that it was a rumor, but... Do you remember that short period of time where there was a rumor that Norman Reedus was going to be Ghost Rider? He'd be good, too. He would be great.
3: I think Norman I mean, Reedus would be a better uh, Johnny Blaze.
1: Here's So yeah. here's my one problem with Norman Reedus. He just reminds me of, like, a slimy, dirty biker guy.
2: <laughs> and Which, when you explain what you just said, I kind of see. Like when, you, when you're talking about Johnny Blaze just sitting there and his hand catches on fire. It's just you know I, I can I can see that from from Norman Reedus Daryl Dixon doesn't seem too far off from Johnny Blaze. <laughs>
1: Out of the two of them, yeah, they're both they're both actors that live the lifestyle. They both are huge bike enthusiasts. They both can do it. I'd be happy with either of them, but if I had to pick one to portray my favorite characters, it would be it would be definitely Keanu. Um, That's fair. Speaking of favorite actors. What do you think Bruce Campbell's role in Spider-Man is going to be?
3: <laughs> it's going to be a guest. Appearance. Or Dr.
1: Strange. It won't, be,
2: it won't be in Spider-Man. It'll I be mean, in Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange,
1: yeah. So what do you think he's going to be?
2: I, had I want a, him to be. Let him be Agamotto. <laughs> oh, my God. Let him be Agamotto. It would no, be amazing. I, and he pulls up in the same car from Evil Dead. You <laughs> know <laughs> what I was he's, thinking? Have him
1: be Mysterio. Mysterio is dead but in the multiverse there could be another Mysterio so have him be the Mysterio from the original trilogy that he was supposed to be in that Uh, super comic accurate
2: that would be funny you know who would actually be I mean I don't think it'll ever happen in the MCU but it would be amazing if it was Bruce Campbell the one above all oh (laughs) if he was the one above all would be amazing just like you just have Doctor Strange just like he learned too much the world it's just become too much for him because he's seen all these other dimensions and have him in like like a graveyard like like just like just beaten and then just have bruce campbell show up as god (laughs) hey how you doing there yeah right get up
1: (laughs) you know nothing (laughs) that's crazy talk um you know he's gonna appear in it and i just they can do so much of of that's
2: such a funny idea i've never thought like bruce campbell like They didn't even cross my mind. Sam Raimi tropes would make it into the Dr. Strange movie. That's hysterical. Oh,
1: they're definitely, this is going to be a Sam Raimi movie. It's going to have trippy, weird visuals. It's going to have weird camera shots. The camera is going to be following something somewhere. You're going to get the, the through the wood shot that he does in every damn movie. <laughs> Um, so
2: wait wait, what's what's the sound (laughs) (laughs) if that's an evil dead reference if anyone doesn't know what i'm doing
1: (laughs) and if you don't know what we're doing go watch that movie
2: you should really yeah that's one of the few things i'm like stop listening to our show go watch evil Dead Two and come back
1: (laughs) watch all of them watch army of darkness watch evil dead watch the reboot watch the tv show i
2: feel like if you have to only do two though it's just evil dead 2 and army of darkness Really? Yeah, the first one's that's so good. good. It, it's it is, but it's it wasn't until the second one that they realized what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> like the second one, they were like, "All right, puppets aren't going to look that scary. Let's make some fun. Let's have some fun with this." Because <laughs> remember, in the first one they tried to be serious on scenes that there was just no way you could take it serious. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and if you get a chance, see the musical.
2: I didn't even know there was a musical. Wait, what?
1: What you didn't know?
2: I, didn't know. I will absolutely watch a musical for Evil Dead. If it
1: comes back in town, we have our friends, the writer of it, so we can go see it. Let's go. It was amazing. There's a splash zone.
2: There's a, There's oh. a splash zone? Oh, please go. I'm yeah. sorry. We've derailed this comic book podcast by talking about Evil Dead. Well, you know what? No. Tons Dynamite. of Evil Dead comics. Dynamite. Yeah, I'm about to say. Living Corpse Guys. <laughs> corpse Crew has drawn those. B-
1: so, uh, yeah. You know, Evil Dead. Probably one of the top 10 franchises in my heart. Mm, Yeah, maybe top five.
0: I don't know. In in
3: his heart, Minty he
0: doesn't have one. Features.
3: (laughs) Good point, Huey. Good point. Listen,
0: I had a bunch
1: more rumors, but we talked too much about other things.
2: He's like, it's in my heart, and it's like he doesn't have a heart. Yeah, it's in the closet down the hall.
1: It's in the lockbox. I just use it as a storage (laughs)
2: device, don't you? It's like in. uh, It's like in Suicide Squad like he's the he's the enchantress (laughs) his heart's in a little slock box somewhere (laughs) he's Davy Jones
1: (laughs) (laughs) on that note um, yeah I had more rumors we could have talked about but we're already over in time because we don't stay on topic when we just talk
2: Uh, good. I mean, to be, to be fair You prefaced with this yeah. you, you, wanted, you wanted what it's like around the table This was what it's like around this the table This
1: really is And this is how we get you two shows a week For four years now
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: that's fair And we, so. we actually did good for 20 minutes At least <laughs> so.
1: No, because the beginning <laughs> of it Was me talking about magic
2: That's true
3: There's magic
1: <laughs> But in we comic- learned a lot about you There's
3: magic in comic books, okay Yes, there is. It's just science.
1: So
2: this week yet. this week we've learned that, that magician maur is a thing, <laughs> that baby Huey's beard is miraculous. Thank you. And and that features never wear sleeves in quarantine. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. I have seen more skin with features during these calls. <laughs> so sign up for his OnlyFan page. <laughs> it's it's true.
1: It's true. And he looks
0: like an alien. Also true only when he looks at the ceiling well he's got his
2: braids all wrapped up you do look like a xenomorph with that thing on <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note menti do that thing you can find the show welcome to fireside everywhere online that's it you're welcome to fireside your social media choice unless it's twitter which is fireside crew or just go to welcomefireside.com to if you enjoyed the show. We appreciate the support. We've said it a million times because it actually truly does help. Comments, likes, uh, rating, subscribing, all that jazz always goes a long way. And we appreciate that support. Wash your hands. Stay safe. I'm Menti. I'm Features. I'm Huey. And I'm, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. Maurer.
1: You still got some time to submit some questions for us to ask Ming and Mike on our show for next week. We can't wait to have them back on. We haven't seen them what three years now? Was the last time we well
2: we didn't, Ming. we didn't see Mike? Did we see Mike? Mike wasn't there. Ming three years ago. Yeah, no, now, two years ago. Two, two years ago. Two.
1: Now I saw Mike on my birthday, and oh. he and he gave me a free postcard because it was my birthday. <laughs> uh, I he went. Gave, to, he
2: gave you a no prize for your birthday. Yeah, I went up. Well,
1: when we talked about this, I announced it. I officially went from twenty five to thirty seven because <laughs> I've said I've been twenty five for. 12 years now. Yeah, nobody believes. But since it. I... Shut up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but when I turned that, 30... That was one magic trick that no one believes. <laughs> when
1: I turned 37, Mrs. Mauer and I went and did the Kevin Smith tour. So we went and saw the apartment from Chasing Amy. We went to Secret Stash and a few other landmarks. We went to the, uh, the Quick Stop. And Mike was in there. And I think Brian was even in there. We just said hi. And they were super, super cool. That shop's really cool for you to hang out in. Uh, but I told him it was my 37th birthday And he was super super cool So I can't wait to have them on the show Ming is freaking hilarious If you thought he was funny on comic book Man, him by himself When you just talk comics with the guy is that, great. Was
2: the best, that was the best part of Big Apple Con The best part of Big Apple Con Was, t- was literally us all just bombarding Ming With questions that we couldn't ask him When we were <laughs> actually sitting in the chairs Alright so what do you think of Dark Knight's Metal? <laughs> is it a just a Justice League book? <laughs>
1: Yeah, the, the conversation afterwards with him about comics books was awesome. So we get to have him on the show and talk whatever we want. You get to help uh, input on those questions. So let us know what you want us to ask. We'll ignore them, but you can feel <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wow.
2: Am,
1: am I not supposed to say that? Well,
2: no, Mauer will. Features and I, we got
0: this. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I do what I want. I'd do what I want. Deuces. <laughs> Baby Huey's just going to do what Mauer did. <laughs> <laughs> Yamel? You know? Meow
1: meow. Meow meow. <laughs> Excelsior.
0: I'm going to bed.